The two lead prosecutors investigating Donald Trump and his business practices have resigned. Mark Pomerantz and Corey Dunn stepped down after a month-long pause in the proceedings and after District Attorney Alvin Bragg expressed doubts about the case. John C. Coffey is a law professor and expert in white-collar crime at Columbia University. I asked him why two lead prosecutors would step down from such a high-profile case. They didn't say that. They kept a stiff upper lip and said very little. But Mark Pomerantz once was a professor at Columbia Law School and wanted to do something as a career-ending achievement, namely the prosecution of Donald Trump. That was a chance to make history. Uh, I think he has found out that he doesn't have the support of the current district attorney. Why is that? That's the big mystery. Uh, absent Pomerantz and Corey Dunn, I don't think the criminal prosecution will go forward. And the fact that we don't have them may be because the district attorney told them that he didn't want the criminal prosecution to go forward. And that truly is the $64 question. Mm -hmm. So the month-long pause in the proceedings, uh, was that because of you know Alvin Bragg's doubts about the case, or was that due to Omicron? I suspect that the delay for the last month uh, was caused by back-and-forth negotiations, which did not work. And there's no reason for these guys to stay in that office. Mark Pomerantz, as a Paul Weiss partner before he came over to the U.S. to the district attorney's office, was probably making $5 million a year or something like that. That's the average salary at Paul Weiss for a partner. Uh, and I see no reason to stay there in a tiny job with low pay when he can go back to where he was and where he is really sending a quiet signal. I can't continue with this. I can't cooperate with this. We didn't get the support we needed. So kind of going off of that, Alvin Bragg was only recently appointed to the DA. So what would closing this investigation look like for his career? Because there could be some backlash to that. Well, there's been a good deal of backlash about several of his decisions. Why he would be opposed to a prosecution of Donald Trump, I do think that Manhattan is probably the area in the country, Manhattan or Berkeley, California, where you have the highest chance of convicting Donald Trump because the jury is going to be distinctly unsympathetic to him. Uh, so I think it's a winnable case. There may be some other reason. Uh, it may be it's making demands on the logistical resources of his office. But this is a prosecution that's worth some demands. It's probably worth more than a couple of small drug dealer cases. Uh, so we don't know what his motivation is, but he has had different motivations than the ordinary uh, prosecutor. Uh, people can disagree about whether this was a strong prosecution or a relatively thin case. This was not uh, catching John Dillinger coming out of the bank with machine guns blazing. It was a fairly technical case that probably was normally handled civilly. It could be the district attorney thought this was overcharging, but I don't think any New York politician who's elected is going to want to say, I don't want to overcharge Donald Trump. That is not the public feeling right now, at least in New York. Is a lawsuit from New York's attorney general more likely? It already exists. She has brought a suit against the Trump organization, and it's basically a tax fraud kind of lawsuit. But it is civil. She did not use the criminal option. And I think she would um, find it difficult to suddenly switch gears and move from a civil case to a criminal case. Um, 
I, I have to say that uh, Mark Pomerantz is greatly respected in the profession, and I think he's made a quiet, dignified exit because he wasn't getting the support he wanted or needed, or he was being told bluntly that the district attorney would not permit the criminal prosecution, and that is the district attorney's legal responsibility. That was John C. Coffey, a law professor and expert in white-collar crime at Columbia University.